Hey folks, it's Marcus Allen. It is Wednesday, August 18th at 8.40 in the evening here in beautiful Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I am still overmodulating. And this is the Marcus Allen Show. Oh, that sounds better. Well, a couple weeks ago, I was on with Tim at Fakeologist.com, and I laid down a prediction. I almost never lay down a prediction. I've done it a few times in the, oh, 12, 13 years that I've officially been doing this. It wasn't even a stretch because it's so obvious what is going on. And I said that on Friday, August 13th, 2021, which was five days ago, Friday, that we were going to wish that we were living back in 2020. Now, most people don't want to go back to living in 2020, even though it was a very good, very good year for me, except economically absolutely ruined me. Uh, All sorts of good things happened. And one day I'll do a whole show about that. I've talked about in the past, but I should really condense that down into one show. Yeah, I, I got this accumulation of evidence that showed that 13th would be the beginning of the end. Uh, and it actually happened. Now, what's interesting is I have a hater over at Fakeologist. His name is Chris Waterman, and he wrote this on the 13th. Okay, 813 has come and gone. Nothing burger. Can we get an apology from Marcus, or is he going to stick to his silly story that we're in worse lockdowns than last year? I'm not, and besides the poor folks in Victoria, which I believe is in Australia, nobody else I know is. Well, no, first of all, I don't apologize for anything, and I'm not wrong on this, and I'm going to take this show and this video, and I'm going to lay out the details of what's happening, what has, what, what is secretly happening, and I'm calling it, is this the August surprise? So let's go back to April 6, 2021, when this entity, it's hard to know if that's a man or a woman, lots of transgender people working in the entertainment industry, the culture creation industry, the the deep state, if you will. Let's take a listen to what this person has to say. Is there any thought being given to a federally organized vaccine passport of some kind? Does the president see that maybe as some kind of tool that could be used, or would he lean more on the side of people who have raised objections over privacy and so on? Well, let me be very clear on this. I know there's been lots of questions. Uh, The government is not now, nor will we be supporting a system that requires Americans to carry a credential. Uh, There will be no federal... Okay, let me explain what a credential is. A credential is distraction speak for vaccine passport. Vaccinations database and no federal mandate requiring everyone to obtain a single vaccination credential. As these tools are being considered by the private and nonprofit sectors, our interest is very simple from the federal government, which is Americans' privacy and rights should be protected and so, the, so that these systems are not used against people unfairly. There is a movement, as you know, in the private sector to identify ways that they can return to uh, events where there are large swaths of people. Okay, so there, there's the key. I don't know if you caught that. Let's go back and play that again. Pay special attention. And rights should be protected, and so the, so that these systems are not used against people it's coming unfairly. Right here. There is a movement, as you know, in the. There is a movement. Oh, and whose movement? You know, last time I did a movement, it was in the bathroom. What what movement is this entity talking about? Private sector 
to identify ways that they can return to uh, events where there are large swaths of people safely in soccer stadiums or theaters. Um, and that's something that... Uh, or gyms, or at going out to dinner, or going grocery shopping, or getting gas. That's where the idea originated, and we expect that's where it will be concluded. We will be providing um, some guidance, which will look like an FAQ. Guidance? You mean mandate? A frequently asked question, I hate acronyms, but uh, that provides important answers to questions that Americans have, in particular around concerns about privacy, security, or discrimination uh, soon. I don't have an exact date for that yet. Okay, so there it is. So, so the White House officials are telling you, you've got nothing to worry about. Trust the plan. There's not going to be, here we go, here's the title, Saki. Is that this entity's name? Saki says White House won't support federal, federal, keyword federal, vaccine passports. And this reminds me of what happened last year with COVID-1984. Everyone was screaming, oh, what they're doing is unconstitutional. No, not true. First of all, never forget that the word con is the first three letters in the word constitution. It is a con. I hate to say it. I like some of what it has to say. Talking about freedoms and the Bill of Rights is, seems cool. But if you look at it deeper and no one talks about it, the Constitution benefits the people who rule over you, not us. It's interesting. Keep hearing, I always hear the, this word, oh, we've got rights. We've got God-given rights. We have constitutional rights. We have legal rights. If you look into what a right is, it is nothing more than a legal promise. And promises are meant to be broken. So just because they say you have a right to something, it's just a promise. doesn't mean anything. Absolutely nothing. And the way they get around the Constitution is they do it by states. And if they can't do it by states, then what they do is they pay off the people in the club the people who own businesses who are enforcing this ridiculous nonsense with the masking and the vaccines and the vaccine passports, they pay them a lot of money to enforce that. They're literally acting for the state. So when I go to work out at Planet Fitness, trust me, Planet Fitness is in the club. They were one of the first people to lock down their bit. They, they literally went out of business for a long time. And I'm thinking to myself, I know the answer now, but at the time I'm like, how can they afford to pay rent and pay, you know, pay for, for everything to, to stay closed? Well, now we know I don't have official proof yet. If you have the proof, please send it to me. I'd really appreciate it. But I have heard directly from owners of businesses that we're told that they've gotten thousands and that some twenty to thirty thousand dollars a week not to open. Not to open. Why would why would anyone pay well, actually I know the answer to this, but it's a rhetorical question. Why would anyone pay anyone not to open? Well, the governments all throughout the world have been doing this with farmers for decades, maybe even longer as Alan Watt likes to say, for donkey's years. So when we hear, oh, there are too many people on the planet and all the scarcity garbage, 
trust me, there's plenty. There's not that many people on the planet. Uh, that's a whole nother show. You know, the reason why the governments do that is to create this false narrative. And there's a false narrative with COVID. First of all, if you're listening to this, you have to know that COVID is a lie. It's the cold rebranded as COVID or the flu. There's hardly anyone who has died from the flu in 2020 and 2021, yet roughly the same amount of people have died from COVID than year after year we die from the flu. That's all it is. Um, again, I have so many shows lined up, it's crazy. By the way, if you want to listen to all my shows, you can go to escapethenewnormal.com forward slash show. And I'll have a listing of all the free shows that I put out. I have both. I have free shows. And then I have, if you join as an exclave private towns member, that's the development that I'm building all across America, where it's small private towns for the unvaccinated, because they are going to be, and it's already happening. Uh, we are going to be absolutely screwed in this future system that they have for us. Well, we're going to, we're not going to fight back. We're just going to create our own system. And you can see the tour and you can see all kinds of videos about it. Anyway, escapethenewnormal.com or escapethenewnormal.com forward slash show. So I have all these shows lined up ready to go. It's going to be fantastic. Back to, so back to this video, right? So they pull out the magic trick. Look at my left hand while we fuck you with our right hand. And that's what they're doing. They're having the states do the vaccine passport. And in the states that are not doing the vaccine passport, what I call the honeypots, states like Florida, I think Arizona and Texas, where they're saying you can't do that. It's against the law. But but if but if the businesses want to do it, that's okay. You know, we're not going to mandate it as states. But if the businesses want to do it, that's okay. So I've and you're going to see this is actually the first time I've ever revealed this on video. You're going to see my note-taking system Today is the 18th. Uh, you're seeing a peak for tomorrow's show right there. Got lots of stuff to talk about, as you can see. But this is tonight, tonight's show. So, yeah, I just um, talked about Saki. And here are all the states and articles about the states. It goes on and on. California, New Orleans enacts vaccine passports. Illinois, Montgomery County. Where is Montgomery County? Let's open that up. Which Montgomery County? Is it Pennsylvania? I used to live near there. Uh, Maryland. Okay. Lots of Montgomery counties. Officials in Montgomery County seek regional COVID-19 vaccine passport. Uh, I can just click any of these. And again, if you look below this video and audio, I will have all the show notes for you that I call them companion notes. And you can click on them and... As long as they're still up, if they're not up, I'll have a backup usually. And you can see for yourself, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. This is just the United States right here. And this is just me like taking a half hour doing a quick search online for it. I'm sure there's more. Right? And here's where the, the businesses come in and do the bidding for the state. So Live Nation, big concert company. I'm assuming I haven't been to a concert in donkey's years. Live Nation, I think that's one of the bigger ones. I'm old. I remember the Electric Factory concerts. Remember that? Electric Factory concerts. Anyone old enough to remember that? 
Okay, Live Nation to require COVID vaccination or negative test at all venues. By the way, they're getting rid of this already. They're getting rid of the negative test. This is just, they're stepping, they're taking three steps forward, one step back. That's how we agreed to do this. I shouldn't say we, because I ain't doing it. I'm not doing this. No vax, no ticks. Anyone attending, performing, or working at most Live Nation events or venues will have to show proof of a full COVID-19 vaccination or a negative test starting in October. Blah, blah, blah. So, so that's that. Uh, immigrants. Now, I read, I saw a video, and I didn't post it here. I don't know why. The video, oh, I know what it was. I do remember. Whitey. Let me find this. The War on Whitey. This is stunning. Let me put this in the notes before I forget. Boom. 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 Okay, take a look. Take a look at this. Watch that. This is this is not so. I can't believe this got out. Watch. The battle is being fought. One family, one physician, one health center. That's why we're doing as well as we are. We're talking about the minority and strategies mm. against the minority. So I have the solution. Every study published in the last five years, when you look at vaccine refusers, I'm not talking about, well, hesitants, most of them we can talk into coming to terms, but refusers. We'll just get rid of all the whites in the United States because Houston is the most diverse city in the entire United States. There are seven Asian languages spoken in that city. I've been a minority for more than 20 years in the city of Houston. The, the majority is we call Hispanic. That is not a race or an ethnicity. That is a political designation. But a lot of them are from Central, South America, Mexico. Guess who wants to get vaccinated the most? Immigrants. Part that's of it. That's what made Donald Trump's uh, comment about bringing diseases <laughs> and They're at right. risk when they come here. Immigrants. They have better vaccination it, rates in Mexico. It is the well-educated. <laughs> in terms of pieces of paper that they put on their wall. Um, people that have been here a long time, and it's very unfortunate. And But I think we need not lose the big picture. Oh, I, I, I'm going to have to replay that on another show because that's just, that should go crazy viral, and it hasn't. So, yeah, the reason why immigrants are the most vaccinated is because they desperately want to come to the United States. It has nothing to do with it, that they believe and they're not vaccine hesitant. They're just like, get to show papers to stay here. That's why they are the way. They, that's why they're all wearing masks. That's why every Mexican around here, and there's a lot here in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, there's a lot of Mexicans and they're all wearing masks because they don't want to get busted. So this... This idea that this doctor is saying that, oh, they really want it. It's just propaganda, of course. No doubt about it. International here is, are all the international articles. Again, I took like 30 minutes to come up with this list. 
just over and over and over again, all the places that are going to require or talking about in a serious way to have a vaccine passport. Crazy, eh? Um, examples. Our doctor wants my wife to bring proof of vaccination. Let's talk about that. This is from my favorite site, Godlike Productions. Let me remember to clear out my screen so it doesn't confuse. My wife had an annual checkup appointment with her doctor scheduled for tomorrow. She received a call today from the doctor's office. They asked her to bring proof of vaccination as they were only seeing vaccinated patients. My wife canceled the appointment since we both were not vaccinated against the COVID-19 scam. How fast the scam is coming together. And it goes on and on and on. I'll post a link to this and you can read it. Let me tell you about that scam. And no one knows about this. Everyone I've asked about this doesn't know this. Doctors get paid cash. No joke. Not credits, not tickets to the World Series, although they do get that. We actually know a doctor in our family, a friend of the family, I should say, who went to the World Series in Boston because of the pharmaceutical companies, because they sold so many drugs. They get paid cash every single time they give the jab. Right now, it's been upped. They almost doubled the payout. It's 40 bucks. Let me see if I can find, real quick, it's somewhere in my notes, $40 vaccine reimbursement, it's called. Reimbursement. When you go to, here we go, approximately $40 for a single dose. Here, I'll put, I'll put a link to it. You know, because people think I'm just making shit up. I don't make shit up. I link to everything that's legit. CMS.gov. Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Here we go. Approximately. Why approximately, by the way? Don't they know? $40 for single-dose vaccines. For vaccines requiring multiple doses, approximately $40 for each dose in the series, including additional doses. Hmm. Now, uh, when I say almost doubled, I might be off slightly. It was $28.39. So what is that up 60%? Now let's run some math, shall we? Let me put this in the notes. Bump, 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 bump. Okay. So let's get out the calculator. Check this out. The average practice, I love that word. You're going to a doctor who has a practice if anyone knows the story about Allen Iverson of the Sixers, he's like, practice? Who needs practice? <laughs> so you're going to a doctor who's practicing on you, witchcraft, actually, because they're just giving, they're, they're just drug dealers with white butcher coats on and stethoscopes and fancy gold foil, it's, it's not even real gold, gold foiled um, di diplomas hanging on their wall. That's what you're falling for. So watch this. The average practice in the United States has 2,500 patients, right? Times 40 bucks times 0.8. Why 0.8? Because they estimate that, well, I'll get back to the 0.8 in a second. Then times two, because that's the double vax. That's the full vaccinations times two. So the average practice in the United States gets $160,000 for 
for sticking a needle in you, which is not a natural thing to do to the human body. Jabbing, jamming the poison into your deltoid muscle, which bypasses all of your kidneys and all the other organs that is in your body to get rid of toxins. It goes directly into your muscle and leaks throughout your body. Again, I'll do a whole show about this. Love to get Paul Saladino on about this. He's been ignoring me. He hasn't responded to me once. I'm a big fan of his too. So if anyone knows Dr. Paul Saladino and wants to forward this recording to him, let him know that love to have him on and talk about health stuff. So yeah, $160,000 is, who's going to turn that down? Especially in a system right now that's broken. And it's been broken for a long time. Doctors used to make a lot of money being good doctors. Now they're just drug pushers. But get this, ready? I, I'm not done. Ready? Times, well, you're only considered double vaxxed for three months. If you look into the CDC documents, again, I'm going to do a show about that too. The vax is only, it expires in three months. Woo! So now I'm going to multiply three times four to every three months times four. So if I go times four, right? Now this is how much the doctor is going to make for his practice. Not bad. Not bad for putting poison in people's deltoid muscle per year. And we're told this is never going to end. It's just constant. Well, if the doctor does this, for another 20 years, it's a lot of money. A lot of do re me. Now, let's talk about this right here, the 0 0.80. Why 80% not 100%? Here's the deal. And this is the reason. Let's go back to the Godlike Productions. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. This is the real reason why the doctor is so passionate because they care about you, that's sarcasm. So passionate about giving you the jab is because, uh, I, wish I, had a, I wish I had my whiteboard up and running. Anyway, the drug companies are so evil genius. They say, in order to get your full payment, actually to get all your payment, at least 80% of your practice has to be double jabbed. If 79.999% of your practice is double jabbed, you're below the minimum of 80%, you get $0. You don't get your $10 million, you get $0. So what the doctors are doing, obviously I would do the same thing, is they're kicking out people like us who refuse. We're not vaccine hesitant, by the way. Jeff Berwick, the dollar vigilante, said this best. He's like, we're not fucking hesitant. We, we're not taking it. There's no hesitancy here, and I'm, I'm feeling the same way. And you're probably feeling the same way, too, if you've lasted this long into my audio. Yeah, we're not, we're not hesitant. So the reason they want us out is because we're lowering the percentage and they run the risk of getting paid zero. That's the real reason that they're so passionate that you get jabbed. And they're like, if you don't get jabbed, we're kicking you out. And that's exactly what they're doing. Can't blame them. Can't blame them. And by the way, they're doing you the greatest favor I haven't been to a doctor. Let me backtrack. Every doctor I know who goes through pre-med 
had all the best intentions, do no harm, took the oath, really want to help people. But then they're put through this sausage factory of an education in, in school. They spend almost no time. I, most people, I, most pre-med students tell me they spend 40 minutes on nutrition. That is the key to great health, nutrition. Like They should spend 99% on nutrition. They spend 0.0009% on nutrition. And then they get into their own practice and then they see, oh my God, what a mistake I've made. This is nothing like we were sold on how great doctoring is. And because most doctors have a sunk cost fallacy issue, sunk cost fallacy means basically that you've invested all this time, this money, this effort, et cetera, into something, and you have to go through with it because you can't even fathom the idea that you would lose it. Like going to college for four years. Going to college for four years, wasting four years in pre-med, maybe spending $250,000, they can't just like drop it and say, you know what, that was an experience. I'm willing to lose the money and the time and let's move on. Uh, I would. By the way, I went to bartending school. Tell this quick story. Went for the entire time, Grad was ready to graduate on the last day. Went to an actual bar to see how, I, there's a reason they waited to the last day for this. I was stunned how many people went home and drove ridiculously drunk. I would never be in the same lanes as these people. I literally quit. I got my diploma. I did nothing with it. Sunk cost fallacy. And at the time, $300, that was my money. And that was, it took a lot to scrape up the 300 bucks. But you know what? It was sunk cost fallacy. Anyway, back to the doctors. They're not willing to throw that away. So they're forced into a system. It's like the legal system. People who are lawyers go through that. And they have these, when they are on their deathbed, they just regret it big time. So that's what this is. This is a sausage factory. It's, it's horrible. Okay, so here's the shop payment. I got that. More examples. MGM Grand in Detroit now to require workers to clot shot. I'm hearing all sorts of people in the medical industry, specifically nurses, who are leaving in droves. Um, it's it just... It's happening all over the place. This is an absolute coordinated worldwide plan to bring upon, and I'm going to talk about that, what the next step is. Uh, even the uh, military people, and a lot of military people aren't taking the shot, which is interesting because from what I understand, they go in and they get 12 shots at a time. It's like a gun. It's like a machine gun. Boom, boom, boom. And they are just hammered with vaccines, but they're not taking this. Because they're savvy. They know what's in this. It's a poison. And again, I'm going to do a show about exactly what's in this. You're going to be blown away. So my next topic is the war on the unvaccinated. Actually, I don't know why this is here. I'm going to take this. This is going to be... This is unbelievable. Let me, uh, let me see if I have it. No, I don't have it. I'm going to pull this up for a future show. So let me put this at the end. Bam. And I'm going to call this Woke Teachers. Wait till you see this video. you, you got to come back for that one tomorrow. Or if I have time for it tomorrow. Probably won't. I have so many things to talk about. <laughs> this is not like the old days. I've been doing this again, like I said, since two, September of 2008. 
you used to go weeks before anything was worth talking about. That's why I did very little shows back then. Today, I could do a show every other hour of the day and never stop. It's crazy. Okay. Okay. Breaking. Okay. War on the unvaccinated. We all know we're, this is a wartime. This is war on us, on the unvaccinated. Okay, let me go here. I forget what this is. Tennessee Vax doctor. Oh, this is great. Caught faking hate crime to make white male. See, not only is there a war on the unvaccinated, but there's a war on the white male. And I think I'm a white male. Although I have some, I must have some African in me because I think we all do. So here's the quick story. This doctor, Dr. Fixus, <laughs> Michelle Fixus, Tennessee's former, former, wonder why, top vaccine authority said that someone tried to intimidate her by sending a muzzle to her house to send a message. However, an investigation by Homeland Security determined that this, it, huh, that someone, this is clearly not a news channel. This is a blog or something. This idiot woman brought, bought the muzzle with her own credit card through Amazon account in her name. And it, it does appear to be true. In fact, uh, they doxed her uh, credit card unless they took... It was there before. Let's see if it's still there. Yeah, here we go. So they completely doxed... <laughs> they doxed her. Here you go. Here's your address. Here's your... No, no phone number. But if you would like to pay a visit to Michelle and let Michelle know that, you know, claim... It's like claiming someone who claims rape and then really just didn't this happens all the time this actually happened to me i've talked about this before so not rape but someone claims in my family that i touched them in a dream inappropriately in a dream no joke uh this happens all the time crazy crazy okay so there's that workers fired for being unvaccinated may not be able to collect on un- okay so here's propaganda this is classic propaganda Classic propaganda. If you were in Yahoo, of course, it's plop, it's propaganda. It's main street corporate news. Here's the headline. Workers fired for being unvaccinated may not, may not, may not be able to collect unemployment benefits. This is how they do it. So most people who have the attention span of a gnat, they read the first paragraph, maybe a couple of paragraphs, right? As people continue to return to the office amidst the surging Delta variant, give me a break, more employees are requiring employees to get the COVID-19 vaccination or risk losing their job. And remember, the reason why the employees, or I'm sorry, the employers are requiring their employees to do this is because they're getting paid. And again, I'm certain they have thresholds, meaning if a certain percentage or not, vaccinated if it's under maybe 80 percent again i'm just guessing i know for a fact with doctors it's 80 percent. it's probably the same with employers they're going to lose all their funding so they're it doesn't matter if they get sued it doesn't matter because they're in the club the judges are in the club they'll throw it out most of them will and that's how they get their money is because they're going to have more than 80 percent of the people vaccinated that's all it says that's all it says 
Uh, however, if you're fired for refusing to get vaccinated, listen to this. The company has the right to terminate your employment for violating company policy. And if you refuse to get one and quit or terminate it, ready? You won't be eligible for unemployment benefits. Okay. Now, normally, from what I understand with unemployment benefits, you have to get fired. But now that won't even work. For some reason, the invisible, invisible virus which doesn't even, has never been isolated, which means it's never been identified. This whole thing is a lie. Look what it's doing. And then again, if someone goes to the second paragraph, CNN revealed that it had fired three unvaccinated employees for violating the company's vaccine requirements for in-person workers, according to an internal memo signed by Jeff Zucker, the cable network's president obtained by blah, 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 right? But no one's going to read down to the bottom. Uh, here we go. Here's the bottom. Take a look at this. Rebecca Dixon, executive director at the National Employment Law Project, told MarketWatch that an employee who has proof of a medical exemption or religious exemption to receiving the vaccine may still be eligible to collect unemployment benefits if terminated. In a couple of minutes, I'm going to tell you how to get that. I can tell you how to get that. So keep that in your in your cap and remember it. Okay. Next, employees are losing patience with unvaccinated workers. So more propaganda. They're losing patience. <laughs> Unbelievable. I want to again. I'll I'll provide a link. You can read that. Oh, and just more. You know. Oh, this is just awful. You know, the unvaccinated are losing jobs and friends. You know, we're bad people because we're savvy and we know that there's a poison in that jab. Oh, look at all the ads here. As governments throughout the world push to get their populations vaccinated against COVID and fully reopen their economies, those who refuse the vaccine could see their relationships and job opportunities affected. Ooh. Concerns about the safety of the vaccines have been exasperated by the spread of disinformation. Uh, whenever I see disinformation, just replace that word with truth, exas exasperated by the spread of truth. While sin some see the matter of vaccine refusal as a key issue of personal choice. See, you got, you got the divide and conquer going on there. Works like crazy. So what's the end game? Why did I say that you're going to wish... That starting on October 13th, I'm sorry, August 13th, 2021, you're going to wish that we were back in 2020. Well, because this is the gateway to this. This is it. This is the end game right here. If this happens, it's game over. It's the Chinese style social credit score. This is where they tie your vaccine passport to so your health records along with your bank account information, which will be stored on crypto. Kiss goodbye, the U.S. dollar, cash, maybe even credit cards. Although I'm on the fence on that one. I don't think they're going to get rid of credit cards. I think the credit cards will tie in somehow into the social credit score. But the government, and again, I'll talk about this in a future show, the one... It, alrighty, we got the government. What does it say, Corey Jack? Flood. Flood? Mm -hmm. Is it going to flood our house? What does it say? Anything special? You're not going to talk? 
He's not going to talk. So we're, we're going to get flooded out. So I got to put an end to this because I have to go get my rowboat and paddle. And um, by the way, I'm going to need to turn that off because I turned that off my phone. I'm going to turn that off your phone, that, 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 cr- that scary alert sound. It's crazy. Right, I'm sure you heard that. So I had to wrap this up because I got to get the rowboat. And uh, even though we're not near a river or a creek, there's going to be a flood and they're going to scare the crap out of us. What a world we live in. As Jeff Berg would say, what was I talking about? Social credit score. So they're going to tie our health records, our financial records, our work records, our vaccine records. It's all going to be tied into crypto. There is a coming one world. Let me pull it up here. It's called the Phoenix. If you go to the Economist. Phoenix. And this is, this is from a long time ago. Here's the cover. Let me see if I can find the article. Let's see if this will get me to the article. So here's the cover from The Economist. Get ready for a world currency. And that's on YouTube. I, I don't want to... Let's see... Economist.com. Bum, bum, bum. They might have taken it down. Anyway, there it is. Let's take a look at the cover. Get ready for a world currency when you when you explored this article. And I forget when they said, oh, well, by 2018. So they're only off by three years because it's coming. I spoke to someone yesterday, I won't say who who's very much into money in the crypto space, he laughed at me when I said it's coming. Like, we might be any month from it launching. He thought it'd be 10 years away. Like, man, I hope you're right, because it's over. Bitcoin, I'm going to save that Bitcoin conversation. I'm doing a whole show about why I don't invest in crypto. But here's a hint. Bitcoin was created by DARPA by the military. And I have proof of that. So stay tuned for that show. Anyway, this is this is we're we're on like the 5-yard line of the end game. The vaccine passport, or I'll tape that. Vaccine which is just again, if you looked at if you listened to me up until now, vaccine passport that is the reason you're going to wish it was last year if you're unvaccinated because that is the gateway to the social credit score which is the total elimination of privacy everything you do will be tracked and if you're not 100 percent politically correct i'm the opposite of that i'm zero percent politically correct i won't be able to spend money i won't be able to go to a doctor which is a good thing i won't be able to buy gas get food take an Uber, Allison McDowell said it best. Uber is not a transportation company. Uber is a geofencing operation, a military geofencing operation. They're going to use your social credit score. And if you're not a good little boy or girl, you're not going to be able to take that Uber to go buy food. You will literally be a prisoner in your own home. Some people will like that. I don't. 
what do I have here? I don't remember. Let's see. Oh, yeah. This is, I believe, from Tim at, yes, Tim at Fakeologist.com. Tim at Fakeologist.com. Hat tip to him. This is an excellent article. I'm going to read the whole thing. We're going to end on that. The real purpose of vaccine passports is to condition and nudge. That's a Cass Sunstein thing. He wrote a whole book about that. Let me put notes where you can read that book if you want. Cass Sunstein. I'm sure I spelled that wrong. Nudge. The real purpose of vaccine passports is to condition and nudge the public into accepting the widespread and routine use of privacy-destroying digital IDs. If you're like me, you probably have not slept very well last night, and not because of the summer heat. The heat is now on us all, uh, now on us all, as the vaccine passport and digital identity agenda steps into overdrive. And that's what happened in the beginning, actually the second week of August. That's why I picked that date. They have a short implementation window. Therefore, there is now a concerted push to implement this authoritarian authoritarian system before the autumn, which in my mind has always been the end goal of the global uh, pandemic, the digital transformation of society. Vaccine passports are the key entry point for biometrics, connected digital health, uh, vaccine data, and digital identities. And complying with these new protocols and programs opens the door to new levels of oppression that will touch every aspect of our existence. The need for social currency and proof of privileges, that's that that's what the that's what the passport is. Proof of privileges. That's the social actually that's the social credit score. To participate in society is the very antithesis, the opposite of freedom and interconnectedness. Their justification to assign everyone with a pass a vaccine passport, just like a QR code on an item at the supermarket, is to track and control people and their vaccines. And to be able to do that at a very granular geolocational level. Once you have an identifier tied to a vaccine compliance, they can link it to pretty much any other digital service and platform, including payments. It will not simply be about managing your body and managing your health records. This is just the start of the new multi-track and fragmented dystopian society. If you understand the end goal is towards the digital transhumanist future of slowly genetically modifying whole populations, then you can understand why they need this data along with big data platform. These health records, in my opinion, are going to be used to track these experimental gene therapies across time, places, and across individuals. And uh, I think I'll stop there. There is the discussion again on my favorite site, Godlike Productions about, this is crazy. Let me see if I can remember it. Uh, looser, nah, lights. Mm. Purple lights, or actually they're black lights. Here we go. Let me uh, take a copy of this. You got to read through this if you have some time. Luciferous 
being picked up by vaccine victims using black light. Okay, so let me explain. Actually, this isn't the one. I think I got the wrong one. Yeah, this is the wrong one. Boom, boom. There we go. I got the right one. Okay. The vaccine will make your veins glow under a black light. And people were talking about those purple light. Okay, let me let me explain. We were in Havoc de Grace, Maryland. We go there a lot. If you're ever there, say hi. And I was showing my family, it was it was just after sunset, how for every maybe five or six white LED street lights in the street, there was one black light. It literally was like going to Spencer. Again, if you're old enough to remember going to the mall and going into Spencer and looking at all the black light posters, it, it looked like that. It was being it was super bright. And it was beaming down on the street and there were two cameras pointed down on the street. In fact, it was the only street lighting apparatus that had two cameras pointing down. All the white light ones did not have that pointing down. And I knew that that was to track something. At the time, this was just a couple of days ago, I didn't know what that was. But by going through this, people were talking about it. Although maybe, maybe this, again, maybe I have the wrong thread. I think I might. Boom, 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 boom. Um, no, this isn't it. I'll, I'll make a note and I'll find it. Black light street lights. So yeah. So what happens is when you look at a person who's been vaccinated and you use a black light, their veins light up because the vaccine has, it's the same substance if you, again, if you're, I keep saying if you're old enough, if you're an old fart like me and you're, I'm 54, I think I'm 54, and you used to go to Disney World, when you would go to Disney World, and all the amusement parks do this still, I think, you'd go in during the day and then you wanted to come back at night, they would stamp the top of your hand with a illuminating ink so that when you came back and you ran under a black light, it would show up and it'd have a picture of Mickey Mouse and some creepy whatever, because Disney World is creepy. That's what's happening right now with people who take the vax. They have this substance that is in the injection clearly, because I've seen videos and it looks very real to me, and you can see it. And my thought is that they're going to track using street lights who's vaccinated for real Z and who is not. <laughs> they, they really have everything figured out. It is unbelievable. It's so evil genius. It's crazy. So yeah, that's, that's where we're at right now. We're on the five-yard line with the vaccine passport. If not, an, and I don't think it's going to take a lot. I think the tipping point is always between 15% and 25%. If at least 15% of the population says no, we're not going to do this or escape it. And I'll show you how to do that in a second. This is game over for humanity. And this is worldwide. They're in lockstep. Worldwide. So yeah, this is the future. It's all about transhumanism, turning us into cyborgs. As I said before, the cryptocurrency, the health records, the smart tra 
smart contracts and NFTs. Let me put that there. NFTs. Whew. That is the combination for a future that most people are not going to want. Now, the young people are going to love this. You mean I can be half human, half Superman with a super brain? Let's go to Neuralink. This is allegedly Elon Musk's company. I just think Elon Musk is a, is a front man for the military industrial complex. They're already allegedly putting brain chips in animals right now, and they're ready to do it with. This is a completely different. Interesting. This is a completely different redesign of their website. Yeah, Fremont, that's them. So, yeah, I'll put this link in there. This is what's coming. This is what's coming. And if you like that kind of world, oh, don't listen to me anymore. You're going to hate what I have to say. So what's the solution? Well, I knew 20 years ago that this day was coming. I read a book in 1986, right after high school. I'll post a link to it. It was by Faith Popcorn, called the Popcorn Report. She talked about how we would be cocooning. By the way, I said she. Yeah, I already know about the dishwasher. Thank you. She, I don't know if it's a she. It looks like a dude dressed in a dress. Whatever that entity is. Just full of futurist predictions that have come true. They've almost all come true. And Faith Popcorn said that we were going to live in cocoon in our home, never leave our home, and enjoy it. And that's what got started me on my journey. That led me to Agenda 21, led me to Edward G. Griffin, The Creature of Jekyll Island book on how money really works in the Federal Reserve, Freedom to Fascism, Aaron Russo's movie. Again, I'll have all these links in future shows because we're going to talk about that. Uh, all the way up to Agenda 21, all the way up to now, Klaus Schwab. I just found out that he's a Rothschild. Did you know that? Yeah, he's a Rothschild. Doesn't surprise me at all. So you got COVID-19, The Great Reset, his book, and his other book, The Fourth Industrial Revolution. This is what's coming. And I'm not going to live in Klaus Schwab's world, I can tell you that, not for much longer. So 20 years ago, well, actually 20 years is coming up on September 12th. We moved here to Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, a year and a day after 9-11. I knew as soon as 9-11 happened, I said, here we go. This is the beginning of the end. We got to get away from the cities. And that's where we're at right now. And uh, now we need to get away from here <laughs> uh, because the city is creeping up on us. So 20 years ago, I started some, I designing something called the 1% Club. Uh, which is now called Exclave Private Towns. I dropped the 1% Club because it has become a weaponized word. People hate rich people. Uh, even rich people hate rich people. So calling something the 1% Club is not a very good name these days. It's kind of like, you know, if I called it the Indian Club or something like that, I would be canceled in a heartbeat. Not that I'm not already canceled, but that would be going too far. So it's now called Exclave Private Towns again. If you go to escapethenewnormal.com, you can take a virtual tour of what I have in mind. 
We need your help to help build it financially. We need capital. If you got some play money, you can help us build it, build it fast. And you're highly rewarded if you do that right now. That will change as the shit hits the fan. The reward for helping us out will go down significantly. So if you if you have a little bit of a leap of faith in me, if you've listened to me for all these years and you know that I'm a man that makes things happen, you can go watch the video, by the way. You can get a backstory on how I've built thousands, helped people build thousands of businesses remotely, basically through my marketing tip of the day newsletter, the $10,000 marketing day marketing tip of the day newsletter. Uh, I've helped everyone from the guy who, who started the puppet thing called Avenue Q, the Broadway hit show, all the way down to my buddy in Florida, Gainesville, Florida, John Gillespie of Five Star Pizza. So if you're down there, you all know Five Star Pizza. It is a raving hit. I was John Gillespie's partner before things didn't work out in the University of Delaware. So then he moved down to the sunny, the sunny state and uh, made it big down there. And I've helped all kinds of business in, in between. And we're going we're gonna to make this happen. It is going to happen. Now, there are a lot of people who've tried to do Freedom Town. These are not Freedom Towns, by the way. Freedom Towns don't work. You can't have free. If you have lots of people somewhere, you can't do the freedom thing. Because then that's just chaos. You have to have some rules. Rules, not rulers. So that's what we got. Also, temporarily right now, people are looking for help. As you can see right here. Um, I can help you with that. I have, well, that's not true. Let me rechange that. 100% lawful ways to get around vaccine passports. So I have something, if you join as an exclave private member, you get access to my million dollar Rolodex. If you go to the vaccine section, you will see literally the world's largest collection of ways to get around the vaccine passport issue. I'll just leave it at that. Now, in the news, they're scaring you, saying that some guy is going to jail for 150 years because he created a few hundred vaccine, fake vaccine passports. <laughs> um, that's just scaremongering. I know it. I'd bet my life on it. And it works because people won't do it because they, oh my God, 150 years for for faking a vaccine passport. Anyway, once you join as a member, you get access to my million dollar Rolodex, go to the vaccine section and you will see a growing number of ways to 100% lawful ways to get around vaccine passports, mass mandates, all the rest of it. I've done that ever since day one. I almost never, the only reason I wore a mask is because my family was embarrassed. If I wasn't around my family, I never for a single second would have worn a mask. Never. And I would have gotten in. And there's nothing they would be able to do about it, with very few exceptions. Okay. Updated daily to stay one. Uh, okay. I don't know what that means. And I'm getting tired. It's now 9.35 on Wednesday, August 18th, 2021. I appreciate you listening to this. Feel free to pass this along to someone who is on the fence on whether they should become vaccinated once September 6th comes. I know a ton of people, <laughs> this, this is going to get crazy because September 6th is going to come and they're going to say, oh, the experimental vaccine is now an approved vaccine. And all the people you think 
were like us, who were unvaccinated resistant, are going to become vaccinated and it's going to kill you. You don't have to worry about that. In the very, very near future, you're going to be able to join Exclave Private Towns and rub elbows with people like you and people like me and like-minded people who know this is nonsense. And we're going to do it in a completely 100% lawful way where the government can't do anything to us. And I learned that because I moved to an Amish community, literally. My townhouse development almost butts against an Amish farm. The only thing separating us is a railroad trail, which is now a walking trail. And I've done my best to scope out how they do it. Some have volunteered. They're very private people. They don't like the English. They call us the English. They don't like us. They don't trust us, and I don't blame them. But I've finally gotten the keys to how they do it. How is it that the government doesn't mess with the Amish? The only time... They mess with the Amish as if they sell milk across state lines, which is just pure greed. If the Amish would stop doing that, or if they just opened a farm across in Maryland, because we're in Pennsylvania, just go open a farm in Maryland, then they wouldn't be accused of selling it across state state lines. Just not very smart. But besides that, the government leaves them alone. In fact, the government has, they don't pay tax. Even though they'll tell you they pay tax, they don't. The government literally has a tax exemption for the Amish because they're private. And that's what we're doing. We have private communities, private small towns that we're building across America, and I'd like your help to help us do it. So once again, go to escapethenewnormal.com. Have a fantastic night and come back tomorrow and we'll do it again. Take care.